Welcome, my lovers. Welcome once more to the Knackered Football Show. I'm pleased to pre- present, pleased to, uh, well, yes, present Mr. Matt Makin of um, Turnstile Blues fame, amongst other things. Hello, Matt. Hi there, Graham. Thanks for having me back. Absolute delight, mate. Absolute delight. We'll have anyone on this show. Well, I don't know what. It can't get much worse, can it? What, what do you make that. of everything? I keep saying that, and then it, and then it does. That's that's the worrying bit, yeah. really. Um, I've, I I seem to be sort of switching between. Um, I get hopeful every so often. We start possibly looking like oh, we we could close the gap or yeah. that signing's not too bad, and then then things happen like Millwall on New Year's Day, which was yeah. uh, at what point I walked out of the ground going right, well that's it, League One yeah. it is, yeah, um, and then. And then you lose to Stanley in the cup as well. Wow, just I'm not. I, I still don't have a problem with that. You know, I know people get really angry about it, but you no. know, well, I, 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 yeah, I know. One could argue that if you're in a cup run, it might help the morale a bit. But I don't think. I just think we need to throw everything at this. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be good enough even then. But but anyway, hey ho. That's yeah. just a matter of opinion, isn't it? People like cup runs. Yeah, I think I was, I was surprised how angry I was because I think I knew it was going to happen. Well, we in the bookies knew yeah. it was going to happen, really. And yet I was still miffed when it did. Yeah, yeah, I think I yeah. You, you expect to get something out of that game, don't you? But yeah, yeah. And then of course they uh, dangle a little bit of temptation in front of you with Rotherham, don't they? And you think, oh, 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 oh yes, oh, oh, that was. Oh. Oh. I mean, that uh, <laughs> uh, that last five minutes felt like the world's worst cup final. It really did. I think uh, now's the time for me to make a public apology to Gavin Barber, a fellow Turnstile Blues friend that's next to me, that I might possibly have uh, nearly broken one of his ribs, giving him a hug when the full time was all went. And I thought, really, has it got to this? I'm getting this excited about a scrappy 1-0 win at home to Rotherham. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually thought Rotherham looked quite good, actually. So Apart from the shooting. Yeah, was, but they um, don't have to get fizz balls in the box all the time. Although I think we um, sat back, I think it was the shock of actually leading and still leading with 10 minutes to go. Yeah, that's not happened for a while, has no. it? No, no. Well, um, so, go on, man. I mean, talk us through, what do you think? I mean, are we going to stay up? I really don't think we are. That, no. It's horrible. There's, I think there's a little part of me, until it's mathematically impossible, there's a little bit that will say... But we could, but we could, but most of me is saying now it's it's prepare for the third tier, really. Yeah, we'll get, we'll talk about that. I, mean, I, I think the sad thing is, of course, um, now touch wood, we're going to get some half decent. Well, we've got getting half decent players. We've still got to wait probably a month before they're all match fit. Um, but the sad thing is, all these so-called easy teams have played all them. Yeah, when we didn't have a good team, and now we're getting a better team, and we're playing all the better teams, with the exception, I think, of Bolton. They're really quite tough running, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, finishing the season at home to Leeds as well, aren't yeah. we? It's, that could be exciting, couldn't it? Yeah, exciting's one word. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're down, I think by that time, if we're already down, I don't think people are going to be too upset, are they? They'll just go to the game and quite enjoy it and try no. and beat Leeds. Although, you imagine if we beat Leeds and that lets that lot up the road through. God, that, that's no. That's the one drive in at the moment that you, you want to at least kind of go out with a bang. Um, but on the other hand, if Leeds winning means Norwich don't go up, or at least don't go up automatically. Yeah, no, that would be, playoffs, that'd that be would be great, wouldn't it? That would be lovely. Um, I'm really, what I hope for us now is, I think I'm, I'm with you, it, it's too late now really, but I'd like to at least see us go down swinging. Yeah, um, and some of the signings that we've brought in now. I mean, our Collins. I mean, I've only seen him at, uh, against Rotherham, but I yeah. thought he was yeah, class really, above, really, really class he? above. And you could see what we've been missing at the back, and he mm. wasn't rushing around. He, he was almost the ball was coming to him. He yeah. was in complete control there. Um, 
and Judge and I mean Keane popped up with a goal straight away and Judge if you can get fit like you said it's getting them all none of them have played regular no. first team football for no. them here, so it, it's a shame we've now got manager and some signings in place that would sort of solidify but it, the damage was already done really before Lambert even got here mm. so if we assume the worst that we're going to go down I mean Lambert has said he'll stay we've got to hope that he sticks to that the optimist in me says oh yeah he said it so he will but a lot of things can change between now and having then. said that and I know we've said this on the show before um, if we get relegated they're going to be thinking well why would we want Paul Lambert he's just gone down with another club albeit not his fault no, um, the flip side of the coin for me is that if Evans doesn't back him in the summer, is that he's he's got prior for sort of walking on principle. He has. He, yeah. he left Brackburn for the same reason. And is he at the point now where he'd be happy to sort of sit out of the game for a bit? I'd like to think he'd stay. Um, he's really connected with the fans, which has been brilliant. It's exactly what we needed um, after Mick. Really, um, that seems to have been repaired, and it's even little things like paying for the coach travel. Yeah, that was good last weekend, and getting engaged, get, getting club legends down to Playford Road, and things like that. Mm. So you would hope he'd stay. Um, if he doesn't, I really fear that we wouldn't we come would back up at trouble. the first attempt. I think if we're going to come back up at the first attempt, we need to keep Lambert. That's mm. priority number one, and Evans really need to to back him in the transfer market in the summer. Well, it seems as well that that, that Lambert is almost dragging Evans along with him and saying look if you want this club to be successful I need you to be about um, he's told him he wants him in the office at least twice a week or something doesn't he which is yeah Evans is getting challenged by his manager yes. now, which I don't think has happened no. before um, I mean Mick was very good at sort of running everything for him but he wasn't <coughs> going to it's difficult to go and talk out against your boss I suppose anyway mm. but Mick was quite happy to it seemed to let it roll along whereas Lambert is saying no you need to be you need to be here you need to be involved and mm. that's a good thing whether whether it will bear any fruit remains to be seen still did you read his uh, interview today Marcus Evans yes I had a look I did have a look at it on my lunch break it's, it's my rock and roll hour sitting in the work kitchen um, <laughs> I mean it's an improvement over April really isn't it I suppose um, so yeah but it's not it's not anything we don't already know mm. really I suppose on balance, gonna give him credit. He's put his hands up and said he he's got it wrong. Hurst got it wrong. Um, the decision to rip up what was a reasonably competitive squad and start again didn't work, and that's the reason. But it it was nothing new when I got to no. the end of it, really. No, and it was nothing certainly that we've not been saying in Turnstile Blues. Well, since issue one, really, um, or that anybody's been saying on Twitter certainly in the last six weeks. Mm. Yeah, as you say, funding could be the you know the the clincher one way or the other because um, I know even even on the very last day when I um, the McCarthy had his leaving do in my favourite pub <laughs> in my local in the Dove so had a few words and he'd had a few to drink and uh, it was obviously the money that got to him as much as anything he's uh, he wasn't happy um, and I can understand it in a way because obviously Keane before him and uh, Jewel both got shed loads to play with and messed up and uh, I would have thought that maybe someone like McCarthy, love him or hate him, would have done a lot better with more money than the first two. I, I think you're right. I mean, what, what he managed to do with what he had in the transfer market mm. was nothing short of fantastic, yeah. really. And I mean, even the sort of the legacy lived on after he left in terms of what we paid for Waghorn and Garner. Yeah. And then a season later, certainly selling Waghorn onto Derby. Yeah. 
Um, and it's a shame, really. And, and, and Evans kind of addressed that in his Q&A today, in that he had thrown money at it initially, but he, he threw it at managers that didn't know how to spend it, really, especially Jules. Exactly, was a yeah. big waste of money. Keane, I think you could at least argue, kind of had a plan, but didn't have the ability, per se, to deliver it. Jewel didn't have the plan or the ability, or well, the plan had worked when he got Bradford and yeah, Wigan yeah. up, and he was trying to use well exactly the same players yeah. actually in terms of see Jimmy Bullard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, as you say, I think that money will talk in the end, yeah. and uh, as long as I, I get the impression he will stay. But uh, yeah. what do you think? Um, I'm going to read out emails and tweets in a minute, but. Um, who do you think will stay, player-wise, staff-wise? Oh, we're talking of staff, so we've lost Ian Milne. Yeah. Um, what do you make of that, for a start? Um, I'm not sure what difference it's going to make. I I never had anything personal against Ian Milne. I, no. I bumped into him when I bumped into you in your favourite pub before. Yep. <laughs> um, and he seemed like a genuinely nice bloke, and it seemed over the years that he'd genuinely grown an affection for the club. But, again, it... it was another in a long line of Evans bringing in people who didn't know weren't football, football people, league, yeah. not football men yeah. to, to use a to use a tie phrase not not football man. So whether it will see any difference, I don't think so. In Leo Neal's taking over now, it seems like Neil Leo Neal's being um, pushed up through the yeah. ranks or sort of and then, so, yeah. It's, so whether Milne going and freeing up some authority there, do you think that's a, a Lambert thing or a, or a Mark Evans thing that aren't I'd like to think it, it's it's a Lambert thing, really, because yeah. he's he's made lots of comments like the club shouldn't be in the state that it's in, and part of that is that, well, since 2007, really, there's not been that sort of footballing management above mm. the, the team manager, um, whereas we could get, get away with that with Mick, because he was an old-school manager, yeah. he, or sort of the Ferguson, Wenger, where they run the lot, football has moved on and mm. there is more and more the continental approach over here now in having yeah. having that sort of director of football role or whatever you want to call it and I think and, and Lam- especially Lambert's experience in the German leagues as well he would have experienced it so I suspect he's probably pushed and said look we need we need this oversight because that, that's what did for Hurst really yeah. is that there's no oversight who who was signing off on sort of let it it's one thing I know you had to let Waghorn go if you've got the interest but all that experience your top four scorers go yeah. out and you're bringing in all those lower league players and it, that's nothing personal to lower league players no. but so many of them making a step up yeah. you think if there had been that that buffer <coughs> um, somebody to say to Evans that's between him and Hurst to say mm, we want to just actually not just sign off on this cut bunch mm. maybe that would have made a difference I don't mm. know shoulda woulda coulda but shoulda woulda coulda yeah good one um so and players, who do you think will stay? Do you I, think I, I got a feeling the older ones like like Chambo and and Skews might well stay because then neither neither of them are going to play in the champ, in the Premiership now. I'd agree. Certainly Chambers. Um, I mean, he's not a cult hero, but he's certainly yeah, he's, developed a great affinity for the club and for the fans. So I could see him. It sort of like when Matty Holland stayed after we mm. got relegated, he'd want to try and stay and see if he could get us back up. And same with Scoo. And again, where, where are they going to go that's any better than a League One club, really? Mm. Um, I think the ones that will go will possibly get... It's the young prospects that might get picked off. Um, Dazelle, Lancaster, Downs. Uh, are they going to... At their stage of their career, are they going to want to stay in a 
lower league club. Mm. Having said that, they'll, they'll have a good se- a season of possibly playing every game rather than sitting on the sidelines for a lot of games in the championship. True. My, the... my fear is that you, you get a big club like Spurs or something or Chelsea that want to come in and pay them a lot of money. Well, yeah, then, yeah, then, then of course. That, they're only human. <laughs> Heads may well get turned. Yeah. Um, that, that's been my fear about losing sort of players from the squad. I think, like you said, the, the older players will maybe want to sort of stick mm. around and, and have a go, especially. Jangers. It does seem to be rumours, certainly about Dazelle at the moment, even before the, you know, even in this window possibly. Yeah. Um, Bart, what do you think? He's on big money, isn't he? If we were to go down. Yeah, I think he'll go, and it's not necessarily that he'll want to go, it's that he will be. He will need to go. Um, I mean, the, was it the wages or wage overall way, yeah, salary is, cap, yeah. League One yeah. below? And we're, we're well above that at the moment, and a large chunk of that will be Bart. Um, and if he's had a middling season, well, middling to terrible season here, yeah. he might want to move on and have a fresh start. And it, so it might be better for all parties, sadly, which is a shame because I've always rated Bart. I mean, I wouldn't go above, and people say, "Oh, he's the best keeper since Cooper," and all this. He's been very good. And he's been a good servant, but if it's right for him to move on and it's right for us to move on, yeah. we can't like, afford to It's weird to what's keep happened him. to him, isn't it, really? Because, you know, just to lose that much form so quickly. I know. And, yeah, it, it's it, it's all rumours about there's nothing concrete, but it, it seems to be yeah. the way he was treated yeah. and obviously the story about how he was dropped for the Norwich game. Yeah. Certainly, and it's going to it's going to affect you no matter is, yeah. who you are. No, even really. even as a pub footballer, it was awful. Exactly, being and he he's going to. I mean, I know he didn't play any football, but he went out to the World Cup as well, so he didn't yeah. really have a pre-season like a lot of players who didn't go to Russia as well. So, it's a cumulative effect, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's word of the day there, Matt. Cumulative. That'll be our word of the day so far. Um, a couple of tweets which you've obviously read because I saw you favourite them. This is from who, which one schoolyard I've met. It is Manchester guy, isn't he? he is. I always forget his first name because he he's another Matt. He's another he? Matt. Because he never puts his name on Twitter, so I get confused. Hello, Matt again. Um, if you could go for a park run, you've read this already, haven't you? If you could <laughs> go for a park run with any ITFC player, past or present, who would you? Who would it be and why? A, a slow one, so I could keep up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've done, never done a park run. No, I am. I am for my sins. A big park runner. I'm, I thought that must be why. Yeah, he asked. I've, I've done fifty nine so far. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, somebody, somebody I could keep up with. I'm sort of at, sort of average middle time. So, mm. well, if if it's yeah, my answer would be someone that's a, a dead town player. Yeah. Someone who's no longer alive. I might just be able to keep up. Uh, from Stato, Steve. Hello, Steve. Which ITFC player would you would make a great Hoovian? I'm guessing that's something to do with Doctor Who. I have no idea what yeah, that means. I, I guess I you watched that, that as well. Um, cheers, mate. Thank you for that one. Um, I've been I've been racking my brains. Are you a Doctor Who fan? Or I am. I am a big Doctor Who fan. Um, oh, who ITFC player? It's difficult to pick one. I think I've got to give a I've got to give a shout out to um, Gavin Barber's theory about Brian McDermott being an alien from Doctor okay. Who um, that he's convinced that Brian McDermott is one of the uh, Slovene family from the when it was rebooted so to speak with Christopher Eccleston ITFC player somebody that's constantly regenerated I don't know maybe Chambers he's been moved around in different positions yeah. a bit possibly <laughs> right there you go Chambers is the new Doctor Who or a Whovian? What's a Whovian? Is that just something fan, involved with? Oh, right, it, okay. It's what the, Stephen refers to me as. I thought uh, they were the new Daleks, the Whovians. What's it's the Whovians? <laughs> uh, right, I'm going to go through e- emails. I'll do them the way they came in. Um, 
Oh, this is from Dino ITFC. Hi, Dino. I know most of Paul Hurst's signings have not been great, but I've always liked Alice Harrison from day one against Blackburn Rovers and hope Paul Lambert does not cast him adrift. He's a bit raw, but sometimes that's good. Puts in a shift and unsettles defenders. I think he'd be great in a, in a top two, as he's been isolated at times on his own. His goal against Millwall showed he can do so. Why is he out of the squad now? Comments? Um, I I have rated Harrison. I went to the the West Ham preseason friendly, and he he scored then. I mean, it was a great pass from Dazelle, but I I was quite excited about him after that friendly, mm. and then it didn't really kick off for him when the season started beyond the Blackburn game. And he has looked good under Lambert. I mean, whether Lambert's kind of protecting him a bit because we're in the position where we need experience. more experience yeah, up yeah. front. But I would hope we could hang on to if we're going to hang on to any of her signings. I'd like to hang on to him because I think he would be good in League One hmm. if when it does happen um, he's definitely got promise hmm. I'd say hmm. I'm surprised what's happened to uh, what's his name Edwards he's just gone off the ball completely I think so I don't think Lambert rates it <sighs> well, I think with Edwards he, he was very good at runs but he'd then end up nowhere in the corner without I, I any agree support. he could run into brick walls but he um, he didn't even do that first games under Lambert he just seemed no confidence to attack people or anything it just it's just yeah. strange another Hey ho, mm. that's just a comment. I could be wrong. Uh, from Malcolm Thompson. Oh, hello, Malk. Um, dear sirs, please can you help? I was wondering if you could please give a shout out to an event we're holding soon on one of your shows. Oh, I see. Not not on one of my shows. I know what you mean. Um, I'm holding a night to remember Kevin Beatty at the Royal Hotel in Clacton on February the 26th. It will be an emotional evening of nostalgia and fundraising to, to honour the great man with lots of celebrities joining in. We have Paul Mariner, Eric Gates, Brian Talbot attending and Stuart Gerald is hosting. We also have a raffle and auction to raise funds for his wife who has MS. Um, today we we have a signed England shirt, a signed Chelsea shirt, Ooh. a signed Crezzy shirt from the first team squad, a signed Arsenal ball and a signed Man City shirt, and a signed ITS shirt, a signed cap and a glove from Ian Poulter. A signed cue and a case from Jimmy White. Way, Plus donation from town celeb fan Ed Sheeran. Plus lots more. Tickets are only a fiver and includes a souvenir programme, which is great value. Um, and if you do want to go to this, which sounds a brilliant cause, contact Malcolm. I'll read it out twice. 07743 That's 07743 or Malcolm Thompson ten at Outlook dot com. Malcolm Thompson ten at Outlook dot com for an evening for Kevin Beatty on Feb twenty six. Kevin Beatty's wife, rather. Um, yeah, good luck with that. If you if you didn't pick all that up, you can just um, find us all on Twitter or put it on there. I'll tell you all about it. So that's a great cause. Thanks for that, Malcolm. Um, slower ball. What time we got? No, we got a bit. Good evening, GB. Good evening, the Makinator. Love the show. You get a free nickname coming on this show when Slowball emails in. Firstly, my thoughts go out to the family of missing footballer Emiliano Sala. Oh, yes. Mm, it's very sad. For whom all hope of finding a life is surely now gone. What a terrible tragedy, albeit we don't know yet the full story. No. He tweeted, didn't he, from the plane saying he wasn't happy? Yeah, he messaged his family or, or something. It's, uh, it's not grim, sounding it? good, but no. it's, very, it's very sad. Unbelievable, yeah. I don't remember anything like that happening when you sign a player. And you know that. Um, Last week we were very much in the game for 60 minutes. The penalty, and for me it wasn't a penalty, which killed the hopes of both the fans and the players, was followed quickly by a second goal, and that was that. Poor 
performances by both Elder and Skews. We looked pretty toothless up front, and after Quayner went off, long balls for Keane to chase were based on hope rather than judgment. We at least tried to. We actually should have had a penalty at the end as well. Did you see that? The bishop. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. We at least tried to play some decent football, especially in the first half, and you can sense what it is they're trying to do. But given we've conceded two goals in 13 consecutive away games, us having to score three goals to win away looks a tough ask when we don't look likely to score one, let alone three. Does the panel think that the writing is on the wall? I think Matt's already said it is. Matt. Yeah, uh, I've done three away trips so far this season. I did Millwall, that was 3-0. Yeah. Um, I did Reading, which was obviously 2-0, again, we conceded 2. And then I did Stoke, which was 2-0, and I came back with a chest infection. Everything well, you would about, at Stoke, it's grim up north. It's grim. It is actually as It was actually as damp as people had told it was. I yeah. went away, saw a 2-0 loss, and came back and had a week off sick with chest infection. Oh, um, I, yeah, we, away from home... First goal goes in. However, it it just seems to precipitate a collapse. Um, we'll try for another big word. There's precipitate. I, I know. Goodness. Just, when I come straight from the office, I've got me. I've got me. Four brain syllables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. They said it precipitates a big collapse. Um, it, confidence seems to go out of the squad completely if they go one behind. And it it was a soft penalty. I think possibly it was a penalty, but it's very soft. Um, Elder should have been the other side of him. He should yeah. have really given the referee yeah. a decision to make. Um, how he was running. Got... He was hardly running towards goal either, was he? No, the, it's the, exactly. The attacker is just going towards the byline. Hey ho! Um, Emmy's interview was released earlier today, and although there's nothing earth-shattering within it, at least he's come out and put one or two things straight. His ongoing commitment, his desire not to gamble, and Lambert's future, and the mistakes made in changing too many players, etc. As I say, I don't think it changes anything, but at least he's chipped in when needed. Keep smiling, God bless Sir Guy Baltacher. Comments, Matt? It is good that Evans is putting himself out there, at least, I suppose. That's been a chief complaint for a number of years now, is that he's been very anonymous. Yeah. Um, so, credit where credit's due, but it's going to take a lot more to get people back on side. Mm. Actions will speak louder than words, mm. really, and it, it's all well and good promising these things and saying that Lambert's going to stay, but we need to see it happen. Um, and some investment into the club infrastructure would be nice, even if it's uh, just tidying up the, the stands, really. Things are looking tired and old. I mean, where I sit in to our Ramsey stand up until recently, you could look up and there was a tree branch on the roof, yeah. and it was there for... Uh, season and a half at least I think yeah. it's, it's, it just seems to be a sign of there's no sort of care and attention going into the facilities I, I totally agree seeing yeah. investment in the club and in the assets rather than just just with the playing squad obviously mm. you want to see it in the playing squad as well but mm. I remember I used to sit in the uh, what's it called well West End to me um and for years, and I think it's still there by all accounts, there's an old microphone, a very old microphone, an old-fashioned microphone. I'm guessing that one of the um, television crews had it and put it, just wrapped around a girder so to pick up the sound of the... And it was there for ages. I think it's still there, just covered in dust and muck. Mm. Anyway, just thought I'd lay that out there. Yeah, so tidy this, tidy this ground up. I mean, at least um, I'm guessing Lambert has talked to Emmy about... if he's because Lambert himself has said he'll stay so you've got to hope that he's already had this conversation about money he's saying if I'm staying you've got to do this to help me I'm guessing right another thing because um, people I've talked to very angry about what's happening with that lot up the road when we play them 
and the any comments anything we can do about it will the police ever see sense I know a few idiots smashed up the bar but I mean I think it's an overreaction totally personally um, I'm not entirely sure what no alcohol in the ground for town fans is going to achieve uh, I mean I, I don't know the specifics of, of the vandalism when we were up there hmm. last season but I'm assuming alcohol was involved, but alcohol doesn't need to be involved to start tearing lighting down. Um, I think trying to ID people or having to ID people and have names on tickets on the way in, it's just going to exacerbate the situation. Well, there's already bad feeling all around and and it's just going to make people more and more frustrated. And if they're held up for any reason at all, it's just making it does seem to be making it worse for themselves it it worries me you look at more hotly contested derbies across the country Mm. that are are policed and managed more effectively than what is and I know it's an important derby to you and I but in the grand scheme of things in in the world it's not the biggest derby in the world so um, and they why do we got to have it at 12 o'clock on a Sunday exactly Um, especially when you're going to allow the away pub in the case at the start of the season to open at early doors Six. so uh, Norwich yeah so Norwich fans could drink anyway kind of and there was no real trouble when they came no. here despite them being able to drink yeah. in the in the pub exactly. at 6 o'clock in the morning so I think you, you need to it needs a higher than usual response but I think it's it's too far and especially when you're paying £40 for the privilege as well as I, I had the letter through my door so that I qualified for a uh, a ticket first and I don't go to that game anyway for the... You're not going? No, no, I never like to... I don't want to be treated like a criminal as soon as I get off the Oh, no, it's horrible, isn't it? Well, I usually go the night before and stay over. Yeah, and And I I just thought to pay £40 as well. No. Not when it's going to be on telly. I can can at least be depressed at home. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll probably be depressed there. Uh, Ten seconds. Result Saturday. Quick. 2-0. Loss. 2-0 loss. What a depressing show. Thanks everyone for listening. Till next week, have a good one. Yeah,